Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Welcome to the Fashionista Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson. If you find yourself here, it may mean that you're looking for courage, clarity, or confidence in some part of your life. I interview experts in business, fashion, and life each week and share strategies for success, motivation, and mindset. Let's get started. Today, we welcome back into the studio Mimi von Schreiner. And we, last time you were in, we were talking about Thanksgiving. Yes, that's right. Holiday, holiday, right? Yep. They just keep coming. The hits they, just keep coming. They do. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about Christmas because okay. this is another point of contention when people are thinking about extended family and mm-hmm. there's a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. around how do I make this all work? If I have a family member, you know, estranged from another family member, there's just so many things that go into the holidays. Are there any questions that you always get asked? Well, I think the one you brought up is kind of interesting about this being estranged because there are people who have to have multiple Mm -hmm. holidays, either because they have that one family member that just does not play well with others or maybe they're in a situation um, like what happens with um, my sister, for example. She, you know, they have to do multiple holidays. They they used to mm-hmm. because, of course, there was you know div- divorced, mm-hmm. divorced. You know, so it was and and then our family. So it was a lot for them, you know, to manage. Most people sort of solve that problem with the alternating. Mm-hmm. So yes. you know, they just don't. You just say, okay, this year you get Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other family gets Thanksgiving and next year it's going to be the reverse. Right. Some people, if they're in the same town, w- will indeed just do two things. So they might spend Christmas Eve with one mm-hmm. and Christmas Day with the other. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing in the etiquette world that says there's anything wrong with that. I think whatever you have to do to make it a, as good an experience as possible for you and your family is really what you do. But just be clear. Just say, you know, look, we're going to come see you. I understand that. Timmy, who might be the one that doesn't <laughs> right. play well with others, is not coming to Christmas Eve. So I think maybe, you know, let's, we'll plan to come and spend Christmas Eve with you. Mm-hmm. And then we really want to be on our own home Christmas Day. That this, the own home thing becomes really an issue, especially when the kids come of along. Course. A lot of people want to be in their own home, but then it's like, okay, well, now, now what? Does everybody come? <laughs> you know, what happens? So I think you just, it's a time of year that's very hard to, to put up a boundary because mm-hmm. you feel like it should be a time of no. Right. Bount, you know, of bounty and and no boundaries and just, oh, everybody come. Everybody's welcome. Christmas open house. But, you know, you've got little kids or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's a lot to try and accommodate. So I think it's better to just be very clear and start the conversation early. That's the point. You know, think, like right? August, September, set mm-hmm. the stage. Say, you know, we're kind of working on the family calendar. We're kind of thinking about the holidays. And this is what we're thinking is going to work for our family. Mm-hmm. You know, would you like to participate not, you know, like give a choice instead yes. of laying your line in the sand saying, this is what we're doing. Right. Right. There's always options. There's always, well, you know, we're going to be in our home Christmas morning. So mom and dad, you're welcome to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we can have Christmas with you on the 26th or we can, you know, mm-hmm. do it on the 24th. I mean, I have 
given this advice to so many, the grandparents, they, it, the yes. holidays are super, super fraught for, mm-hmm. especially when there's littles and everybody wants to be there to watch the, right. the littles, you know, mm-hmm. experience Christmas. But to be honest, the kids are kind of fried mm-hmm. as parents. We're pretty we're fried. fried by that <laughs> point. Right. Um, I know in my own family, we have all the birthdays, anniversaries and the holidays all happen within oh like gosh. a month, you know, mm-hmm. or so of each other. So it's, it's kind of a lot. And I give a lot of times I give people the advice. If you've got family, go see them the first two weeks in December. Mm -hmm. That's when all the fun stuff happens. Go have your Christmas then. That's when it's great. Mm -hmm. The kids are excited. The holiday cocoa things are all happening. There's stuff to do. There's shows to go to. There's, you know. That's a great point. Snow things. The kids are all kinds of jazz and happy. They're fresh. It's all new and exciting. And that's when Grammy, you know, Mm -hmm. and Gramps show up. And that's, you know, you get to have the fun version. Right. Not the Christmas morning when they didn't sleep all (laughs) night. And, you know, dad was up all night putting together the Barbie dream house. Like, you know, pick a different time. Mm -hmm. A holiday, there's no etiquette rule or family rule that says that a holiday has to happen on the the holiday. I love that idea. You know, I think it makes it a lot more fun for everybody. And it's, and it's easier to travel then too. Mm -hmm. Traveling right now at the holidays. It's just, and it's less expensive probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And you get to have the whole experience. Without yeah. the agony. Right, the exactly. ecstasy without the agony. <laughs> so I have a question about people borrowing things over Christmas. Okay. You know, there's oh, always... Does this happen to you in your world? I can't imagine anybody <laughs> no. ever comes to you wanting to borrow clothes. Kind of have a large closet, <laughs> meaning the store, right? But, um, you know, you have a friend who's your size. They want to borrow something. Or you lend somebody... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some fine china, which do people even use that anymore? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You lend them something to use over the holidays. And if you feel guilty if you say no, but you don't want that item ruined. And, it, yeah. you know, it's almost like, here, yeah, I'll let you borrow it, but don't wreck it. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, that doesn't feel right. I, I know. It is hard. I think if you're the kind of person that feels comfortable lending, then lend away. Mm-hmm. Lend away with the expectation that it may or may not go perfectly. Be mindful who you're lending it to. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother was a voracious reader and she had a huge library. Was not as much as she loved a book, lending a book. <laughs> she wasn't going to do it. It was that was very scary for her. She had probably a handful of people in her life that she knew if she mm-hmm. lent them a book, it would come back in a timely fashion. Not with pages bent over, not with chicken scratch in the margins, you know, cover <laughs> would be intact. Like she would actually get it back in the same condition she gave it. So she was happy to lend to those people. Other people, she just frankly, she just wasn't comfortable with it. So she mm-hmm. just said, I, you know, I love my books. They're like my children. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I don't lend from my library. Go to the library. <laughs> it's okay to say no. So if you have that, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful piece of china or something that's really special to you, it, first of all, don't lend it. If it's yeah. something where it's really, if you thought to yourself, okay, if this got damaged, be that a dress or a dish, would I be able, you know, how yes. would I be able to, to get over it? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, maybe you're not the lending type. Okay. If you are the lending type or the borrower, make sure you bring it back mm-hmm. in excellent condition. And if you happen to stain it, damage it, you know, something, offer to make it right. Mm-hmm. Take it to the dry cleaners. Offer to pay for or replace the dish, you know, w- whatever it is. More than that, you know, I mean, stuff happens. It's just stuff. You know, I always feel like your friends are more important. But Mm -hmm. if that friendship really is important, don't feel obligated Mm -hmm. to do it because they're looking at you. Right. You know, 
blink, 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 blink. Please, you know, it's a puppy dog, guys. <laughs> yes, can I please? please it's borrow okay. This no, five hundred dollar dress. That goes for daughters too. You know, if they're oh. raiding your closet, it's okay to be mm-hmm. like, Mm-mm. so. Or you're raiding your daughters. <laughs> I, that happens. I understand. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now, gift giving. Okay. So I think we've all been in a situation where we give someone a gift, whether it's birthdays or or whatever it is, Christmas, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh my gosh, you didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Why did you buy me a gift? And then the person that is saying you didn't need to buy me a gift is feeling guilty mm-hmm. because you bought me a gift and maybe I didn't bring you a gift because mm-hmm. it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah, this is, uh, we've, we've touched on this before. I mean, it, it it is tricky because some people are just gift givers. That is just their that mm-hmm. is their love That's language, their, yes. their friendship language. They just they love to give a gift. I mean, I have a friend that never comes to my house that she doesn't bring something. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. There's no etiquette rule saying okay. that you have to do that. That's just what she loves to do. My job as her friend is to recognize that that brings her great joy mm-hmm. and embrace it and say thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I love it. Now usually I do love whatever she brings, mm-hmm. but but that's sort of my job as the recipient. You know, is to just sort of take it graciously and say thank you so much. You you really didn't have to, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you even say you didn't have to, or do you just say thank you so much? I appreciate this. Thank you is always the right response. You know, it's mm-hmm. always fine to just say, oh, thank you. I love it. You know, um, that's always fine. And, you know, <laughs> I always laugh because one of our sons would just never, he didn't know how to handle it. Like if he didn't really love it or mm-hmm. if it was something he'd already gotten, oh, you know, he would have so much trouble with that. And, and uh, you know, so I had to teach him to say thank you. That was very thoughtful of you because that was oh, true. Right. You know, because his first reaction would be like, oh, I have one of these already. <laughs> but that's a kid's it's, response. Right. Exactly. So, and I think it applies to grownups mm-hmm. too, right? Where it's just the best thing to do is to just say, thank you so much. And do not feel badly. If if someone gives you something, and you don't have something in return, don't feel like you have to turn around and, and the next day, you know, send them flowers or go buy them something right. or do something. You know, it's nice to send a little note, even even in this day and age, a little text message is fine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be a handwritten. But that lost art of thinking, a, ri- a written thank you note. Is- yes. Well, I I happen to love that. I do too. You know, but there's yeah. no rule um, that you don't have to. And actually, a friend of mine turned me on to something that um, I absolutely love. I need to send. I think I sent you one. Maybe it's called High Notes. H I N O T E S. Okay. Um, it's an app. You okay. download it, and they are so fun because it's like. A handwritten. You can have it with your. You can put in your monogram or your oh, your cool. name or whatever at the top, and then it has all these um, backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know that you can use, and you can use them for anything: invitations, thank you notes, birthday. And notes. it's a text. It, or it's and an it comes as a text. No, you say, oh, you cool. can email it too, but it you can text them, and they're really fun. I'll love I'll, it. I'll show them to you. But high yeah. note me. Hi, I will. I'll <laughs> high note you. Then I can see what it's like. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love those. Is your closet overflowing or maybe your kids' closets are as well? Or maybe you just want to redecorate your house. If you're wondering what to do with all that stuff that you've accumulated, bring it all to True Fashionistas or even ship it to them for free and they'll sell your unwanted items for you. They take away all the hassle by doing all the work and all you have to do is sit back and collect your money. You can reach out to them online at truefashionistas.com. Come into the store or check them out on Facebook or Instagram. That's truefashionistas.com. All right, friends, we are back with Mimi Von Treiner, and we are talking about holiday etiquette. Yes, we are. Wow. It's that time of year again. It is. Do I have to send out a Christmas card? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. I, you know, I think it's like anything else with the holidays. If you are a card person, you love to send cards and that brings you joy. Go right ahead. If doing a Christmas letter is something you enjoy, mm-hmm. go right ahead. If you like to send a Jackie Lawson Christmas message or a, you know, e card or American mm-hmm. greetings or whatever e card, do that. I mean, they're really in this age of technology, there isn't really a wrong way to do it. Um, I used to be very, very good about sending out cards. My mother was a big mm-hmm. person who was obsessed with the sending of the Christmas card. She always spent a lot of time doing it. I felt some performance pressure to mm-hmm. always send out a card. Yeah. I will say my mother's been gone now for eight years. The first few years, I didn't really feel like doing a card. Mm-hmm. It just, I was kind of sad, you know, it just yeah, sort of made me of sad to do it. Um, then I realized... And I felt a little guilty that first couple of years because I would get cards. That you didn't do it. That yeah. I didn't do it. Um, so then I, and then I realized, no, that feeling only really lasts for a minute. Mm-hmm. And the stress of doing the cards was greater. So I've reached sort of a detente with the Christmas card, mm-hmm. which is, and it's perfectly appropriate etiquette wise, whatever you want to do. Um, me personally, I've gotten to the point where I've just pared down my list quite mm-hmm. significantly. And I just sort of send it to the people who I typically do send me one. So we've gone from sort of sending out 200 blanket cards with really nothing written on them, just like pictures of the kids, to sort of 50 or 60, you know, handwritten ones. And we we also send cards to our clients. So it it, it gets to be kind of a a lot of doing. Um, But yeah, there isn't really a wrong way to do it. I also think it's very... Yeah, no, no. And I think it's really nice if somebody sends you a card that's really lovely or there's a lengthier letter with it or maybe it's family you don't Mm -hmm. talk to all the time, to send them a little message back and just say, loved your Christmas card. Thank you so much. You know, we chose not to send cards this year, but please know I, you know, that we're thinking of you at the holidays or, you know, something like that. But let's say you're sending out cards and you didn't send one to somebody, Mm -hmm. but they sent you one. Mm -hmm. Do I have to feel obligated to then send them one? Well, I I guess I always think about in that situation how I feel. Because if I send somebody a card Mm -hmm. and then like, uh, in the exact same amount of time, kind of one comes oh. back and I've never gotten <laughs> one from them before. I'm like, oh gee, they sent it because they yeah. kind of felt obligated. So I try and just sort of keep a little bit of track of who sent me one. And then, so the next year I just am a little that more mindful sense. about that. But, you know, I think, again, I think it's very nice to also acknowledge you don't have to send them a card back, but if it's someone you don't usually get a card mm-hmm. from and you got one, say, oh, I loved your card. It was so pretty. Just leave it at that, you know, simple. I mean, we all have texts now. And honestly, with social media, Facebook, Instagram, I know a lot of people have gone to putting their card on their social media. And that's fine. I I really take no issue with that from an etiquette standpoint. I think it's all good. What about hostess gifts? Because, you know, there are times where you didn't bring one and you felt really guilty because you saw everybody else bringing one. Is that a must no matter what? Personally, I think it is. I really do because, you know, if it's your best girlfriend mm-hmm. whose house you've been to 3,050 times, no, you're not okay. obligated to bring a gift. But if it's a Christmas party that you've been invited to, certainly if it's your, you know, coworker, boss, mm-hmm. friend, client, even friends that you, you know, like they're having a Christmas open house, they don't use, you know, you're they're not people who you usually right. go to. I think it's very um, almost requirement to in, in my opinion, etiquette wise to bring a little something. Um, 
if you don't bring something and you noticed everybody else did, you have a second chance. You oh, can you always send a beautiful little flower arrangement, you know, oh, the next day saying, idea. thank you. I loved your part. Your party was absolutely beautiful. We loved being part of it. You, so you do get a second chance. You can always send mm-hmm. a little something after the fact as a thank you for coming to the party. You know, if you, oh, if you flub it, good, yeah. if you're on your way there and the panic <laughs> ensues where you go, shoot, I didn't get anything. We don't even have, we didn't even grab wine out of the wine cooler. We have nothing. <laughs> That's fine. You you have a second chance. And I've been there. I was I on my way to a party not long ago and I went, oh my God, totally yeah. didn't think about it. Thank goodness there was a grocery store on the way, See? a nice grocery yes. store. I ran in and grabbed some flowers and it was perfect. Yep. yep. A lot of times too, on that, on that same front, like I don't particularly like to rock up with sort of a grocery store flower with mm. the plastic and everything mm-hmm. around it. But truthfully, if you give it just like a half a second thought and you do run through the grocery store... A lot of times you can grab those store-bought flowers, mm-hmm. take them out of the plastic, cut them cute, put a beautiful ribbon around them, you know, mm-hmm. and just bring them loose that right. way, you know. Kind of uh, what I did, but I didn't have time to mm-hmm. well, make them pretty. I, 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 I will confess on the fly, I've definitely thrown the wrapper and everything out in the back of the car you know, oh and grabbed ribbon, you know, and just made it work. Make Mimi, it, I can picture your trunk. You've got like a whole <laughs> wrapping station in the back of your car That's just in case. A good idea. Oh my gosh. Did we just invent something I on this show? Did. Oh, we did. On the go wrapper yes. and not wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great, you guys. We're doing all kinds of earth-shattering things here on <laughs> this podcast right. we today. That's right. just on fire. <laughs> um, drinking at a company party. Ooh. So I have seen people like sh- uh, sloshed, sloshed, yes. sloshed, sloshed, really drunk, yes. whatever. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, not a good look. <laughs> N- not a good look at all. I think you really... It's never a good, I mean, I don't think it's a good look at a friend's party Mm -hmm. either for that matter. I think it's kind of important to, more important in the work environment Mm -hmm. to really keep it together. You know, these are your coworkers. This is your boss. Um, You don't really want to be that person. And you really have to be a little mindful from the liability perspective too. If if you leave really sloshed, Mm -hmm. that can, you know, really create a lot of obviously personal trauma Mm -hmm. for you, but trauma, you know, for your company. And you have to really keep your head on straight. So have a good time. Enjoy yourself. You know, two drinks. You know, I try and sort of suggest to people two drink, Mm -hmm. you know, two drink maximum. If you want to have more than that, go home, go somewhere else. What's that thing? (laughs) You you know, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. (laughs) You know, just keep it, keep it in check Mm -hmm. because you don't want to say something that you can't roll back. And unfortunately, that's a lot of times what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, be mindful too about, you know, how you behave in all aspects. So the drinking, the eating, don't be just like a constant eating machine where every time somebody sees you, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got food in your face, like, you know, like, God, don't we pay you enough? Like you have to come here. (laughs) You don't get three square meals a day, apparently. (laughs) You know, and be mindful about what you wear. You know, Mm -hmm. that's also an important part of the holiday party. People think of it as like, this is my big sexy date night. Right. Gets a little, it gets a little carried mm-hmm. away. Just you know, be, be. I mean, look cute, you mm-hmm. know, but keep keep it in check. All all things in moderation. Absolutely, <laughs> such great, such great reminders of all the things we can do over the holidays. So, yes. 
If our guests want to get a hold of you, either for real estate or etiquette, how do they do that? So the easiest way to do that is probably through our website, which is Love Naples, Florida, all spelled That's out. Easy. Dot com. Very easy. It's our John Arwood Christie's International, you know, real estate website. But all my contact information is on there. Text me. You can send me an email. You can find me on Facebook. Right now, it's just under my own name, but I'm considering that I need to <laughs> need do. to branch out. But it's Mimi Von Schreiner hyphen Valenti is where I am on Facebook. So fabulous. Thank you so much. This was fun. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you so much for being on today. And thank you, my friends, for joining me today and every week here on The Fashionista Life brought to you by True Fashionistas. If you want a deeper dive, head to my website, thefashionistalife.com to sign up for my weekly newsletters where we take a deeper dive each week into a new topic. Have a fabulous day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.